evening and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, Korea's premier English language K-League podcast. Indeed. Uh, welcome, good to see you again Mark. Good to see you too Paul, good to see you too. How, how, are, you, how are you feeling today? Uh, I'm missing my eyebrows, they burnt off last night in a, <laughs> in a barbecue accident. Uh, I guess you were at Sangam then? Yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll talk about what happened with, with those pesky little Wanyang fans later. But let's just say they were a, a, a bit excited, yeah? Yeah, um, you chose the intro music today, uh, two time, but two timing. Yeah, I did. It was a two timer. Is that about people that go to FC Seoul and Elan matches or FC Seoul and Anyang matches? Uh, no, it was actually uh, about the fact that John Book were playing against Buchan for the second time in the cup in two years, and something happened that may or may not have made it a two timer for John Book. But I guess we'll get to that when we get to the FA Cup, yeah? Okay. And hopefully by then your eyebrows will have grown back in. Uh, what else have we got on the, the menu for tonight? I guess we'll kind of do our normal uh, review of the weekend. Uh, we'll do Songnam Winless Watch, as it's becoming known. Um, we'll kind of, I guess, go through the, the, the classic and challenge games. We'll obviously mention the FA Cup there. Uh, so I guess we'll talk about the FA Cup. Uh, next week sees the penultimate round of the ACL group stages, I believe. Yep. Um, not that we're in it, <laughs> but anyway, we'll know that any cream's going to be in it for much longer. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at the all important weekend coming up uh, with some huge clashes in both leagues. Okay. Onwards and upwards then. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So you want to start with like, the classic then, seeing as it's your favourite league and you know nothing about the challenge? <laughs> Actually, it's a challenge just getting you to even talk about the challenge, to be honest, right? You've changed your tune since last year. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, because it was boring last year. This year it is the league. Like the Championship in England, is it? Well, well this year it has Korea's number one striker in it. Hwang Yi-jo. Uh, Lee jong Uh Scored... Six out of seven games. Uh, yeah, well, six in a row. I think it is. I think he might have. Yeah. So definitely. Also, when we talk about the cup, we'll talk about their their uh, performance in the cup as well. Definitely, my team to look at. So I guess we'll be talking about them anyway. Let's start with the with the challenge then. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna switch up the order, are you? I'm gonna switch up the order, yeah, because I'm the one with the mouse next to me. Um, so I guess, uh, yeah, we talked. Obviously, we mentioned Busan there. Um, Busan were, were playing host to Suwon, other, other people toppers. Uh, finished the two each, two each draw, uh, with, uh, again, I think as we said, each uh, up, notching a goal up again. Um, the, the challenge this year has been, it's kind of, I mean, Gilnam are sitting top right now, but there's any one of a few teams that, that you think could actually still win it. Uh, is it is, I think it is actually a, a hugely exciting league this year, so I'm hopefully it will continue all the way to the end. Yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah, so on the Saturday we had uh, Asan, they were playing against Ansan Gunners, uh, that one finished 1-0 to Asan. And the other game on the Saturday was uh, Buchan playing host to uh, Dejan. Uh, probably with one eye on their uh, on their FA Cup match, uh, that one also finished a draw, so one needs to put on as well, uh, put on and uh, Dejan. On the Sunday, uh, I went. We'll get that one at the end. Um, Anyang played host to Eland. Uh, they were hoping to make it a sole double. Uh, they beat Eland two 0 
Yep. Um, pretty easy performance, I think. I know that um, podcast ex-podcast host Stevie uh, took some time out for being, from being drunk in Croatian football stadiums uh, to actually tweet about this one. To tweet about this one. Uh, he called it a shambles at the back, I think. And at one point he offered us uh, our, our defender back saying he could do the back searches because he can't stop anything getting past him <laughs> which I thought was kind of was kind of funny yeah uh, but I guess I actually ran into uh, Stevie no uh, good friend of the podcast Dan Harris oh really uh, yesterday at the Seoul Elan game which he was intending incognito on a secret scouting mission okay uh, he was pretty impressed with a couple of the Anyang players so picked out one or two to, to look out for in the game last night Okay, uh, how is Dan? How's he doing? Uh, he seems to be doing well. Okay, so enjoying his time in Korea. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. Even though they're sitting second bottom. <laughs> he said he'd love to come back on the podcast sometime as, as, as the third host. Now I know that you're lying. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, yeah. Okay, sweet. So I guess that's the chat. The challenge reviewed then. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So there's one game that we didn't talk about, which was uh, Songnam versus Gyeongnam. Um, so a team with Nam finally got a win. Yeah, at this point in time, before we begin, I am going to say that James, he dropped, if you do listen to the podcast, I think you were a bit, a bit wax lyrical there, Chief, about Gyeongnam being, could have got four or five. Uh, I don't know what game you were watching. Um, but anyway, they could have got three, probably. Um, yeah, totally one-sided first half. Gyeongnam again as always uh, sorry Songnam again as always starting really slow um, but when we get to the FA Cup I guess we'll talk about it a bit more but Songnam are, are just like they're so uh, uncomfortable so nervous so wary of making mistakes um, that it's kind of really affecting them uh, so they were in the half time 1-0 behind um, and second half uh, started pretty quickly I think, been, I think they took the lead pretty quickly in the second half um, so they were 2-0 two, two up Yep uh, And then Songnam pulled one back um, At the time So so basically like, what happened was Park started with no foreigners uh, Then he brought them all on one at a time So he brought on Paolo Just before half time Another 40 minute substitution uh, So the second half starts And Songnam got a corner And Paolo puts it short With um, oh, His name escapes me uh, I can't remember who, who, who it was to be honest um, and it's a bit of a, a, short gone, a, a short corner and the guy works it puts it back to him works it out onto the kind of um, right hand side uh, well I guess like the left hand side of the box as I was watching it and he, he then curled it into the top corner now the, the problem being in the temporary stand is you can't actually see the goal line yeah. so I thought he curled it right into the top corner yeah. but it turns out that it hit the bar and bounced back off the goalkeeper's head <laughs> and then into the back of the net so I guess it's been given as an own goal which I find really unfortunate because it was a cracking strike so that means that own goal is now your top scorer this season uh, own goal has now scored two goals no he's only scored one goal this season I thought the first goal was an own it goal. wasn't an own goal it was a, just a dodgy header at the back post I think officially you'll find own goals your top scorer. Uh, no, no, it was Tihi scored the, the first goal. Um, anyway, not anymore. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I guess we'll get to last night soon. Um, so basically, like um, in the league, own goals. Oh, in the league. Well, he, he's joint top goal scorer. 
Um, he's got two goals. He's only got one. The first goal was a non-goal. I keep telling you, it was E.T. He or uh, I can't remember his name. Um, so anyway, after that, it's all I'm growing confidence. I had a good ten-minute spell. Uh, then they kind of petered away, and uh, yeah, and Gilnam. I guess as, as James Edrup said, you know, it was an easy enough performance. Four or five is a bit of an exaggeration, but they, they could have definitely snatched another one with the three-one. So it did mean that Songnam uh, were winless again and still sit rooted at the bottom of the table. Uh, there were only two points coming from two draws. Um, but are there signs of positivity? I don't know. When Songnam, when they had the confidence to play, uh, like when they, you know, like basically after the score uh, or after they do something well, it's really strange because like. No one wants involved at all because mm. everyone is terrified of making a mistake. And yeah. then as soon as something comes off and works well, everyone yeah. suddenly starts screaming for the ball. And you can really see, you know, like that, that it, there is some skill there and there is some like free flowing, actually quite good football there. Um, but they're just too terrified to make a mistake in the beginning. Um, it should be noted that the Songnam fans took their Anyang protest, which was I, I remember. I don't remember. I told you they they finished like they put away the banners like 10 yeah. minutes early right. they took it one step one stage further yeah. and they, they did a complete silent protest yeah. uh, in the beginning I thought it was for Sebo yeah. uh, but no it turned out it wasn't it was for like uh, well, okay there's nothing much I can say but without being really offensive um, uh, so basically like, they didn't sing or make any noise at all for the full match and actually what was quite funny was at one point, or for most of the match they were actually sitting, facing away from the action, eating samgyeopsal and kimbap and chicken, drinking bottles of frozen soju um, much was to their disgust um, so I don't know if they'll change you know, like in the next couple of games or if that's going to be because they did it last night in the cup as well so I don't know if that's going to be a continued thing until performances change, pick up, turn around get better Stop being shit, basically. Okay. Uh, there's a really funny, it's impossible to explain, but I'll try. There's a really funny graphic going around, which is Leonardo DiCaprio from The Great Gatsby yep. doing the cheers thing with his glass of champagne. And it's like Songnam fans before the 2017 challenge season started celebrating the new king of the challenge. And then there's one of an, of an old soju-soaked ajishi drinking a bottle of chum chum out of a paper cup and it's Songnam fans eight, eight weeks in. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, you have to see it. It's kind of really funny. Put together by the one and only Tom who is like epically funny always. Yeah. So yeah, challenge summed up. Gyeongnam are still top. Second, Pusan. Third, Buchan. Fourth, Asan. So I guess Suwon dropped out of the official playoff spot. They're now in fifth. But they still would get the playoff based on Asan being unable to be promoted. And you're now, Songnam are now a clear win away from, like, if they win, they can only get up to ninth, right? Indeed, yes. There's, there's daylight between them and eighth. There's daylight between us and Dejan. <coughs> yes, there is indeed. Never mind daylight between us and Gyeongnam. There's 15 points between us and Gyeongnam. But in fairness, that was a result that before the, the season started, I, I wouldn't be surprised at. Gyeongnam are, in my opinion, Gyeongnam and Pusan are going to run away with that league. I think everyone else is roughly at a similar level, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think we've shown that yet, but I think we will show that. But I think Gyeongnam and Pusan are head and shoulders above anyone else in that league. 
uh, and Gyeongnam, uh, yeah, looked. And uh, f- points in that game, Gyeongnam looked fantastic. So, yeah, be ready for a, a trip to Gyeongnam in 2018. Uh, that only goes out to Seoul based fans, not anyone in Suwon, because <laughs> you'll be coming to Seoul Right, so to move on to the classic and what happened there? Uh, well, did, did you go to any games, Paul? I guess sober away to Ulsan, right? Yeah, I watched it on TV. Uh, I didn't. Well, I didn't see any games this weekend at all. On Saturday, I was bubble footballing, so I literally have no idea of what happened on on Saturday at all, other than some ridiculous score for John Book for John. I'm sorry, because I know that John got their first one in the season, right? They won at Incheon, right? Yep. So it seems that I think at Incheon hosting um, the Berlin 20 World Cup as well. Yep. So Incheon are hosting it, right? Yep. And Suwon are hosting it. And they've been allowed to play it in their stadiums. Yep. And John Book were kicked out to the John Jew Civil Stadium. Yep. So I think someone put this, I think we discussed this last week in the podcast. And podcast listener Scott has said it's because there's no. I don't think there's any viable option in the area, i.e. any empty stadium in the area. Apart from the Suwon Civil Stadium. But isn't that, isn't that where Suwon FC are playing, right? For the ground share. Oh, yeah, but then you have to... That, that, that would be a headache for the K-League, right? They'd have to actually think how we, fix it, how we stagger those fixtures, right? But surely Incheon could have went to... Isn't Moonhag? Moonhag, I would have thought, probably... Under an inch of dust. Dilapidating. Dilapidating. Whatever that word is. I, I think half the roof blew away a couple of years ago. There's oh, okay. strong wind and okay. they never bothered to fix it. So. Okay. So John Book really are the only team that could potentially move to a stadium that has no, front li- has no floodlights. Still seems a bit unfair to make them do that though. It does when the other teams are not being moved, right? So what would they have done if they'd have uh, made it into the Champions League? With all their midweek games. That's a very interesting point. Um, I can't imagine the ACL would have been happy with their champions playing in that in that stadium. If you see the uh, K, the KFA would have reported John Book if the if Adelaide United hadn't to get him kicked out. Probably, yeah. yeah. So that's, I never thought about that. Yeah, because they, would they have played their games there? Even a fossil, right? Uh, they've played them. I don't know. Did they put them in, in, in the World Cup stadium and just said, well, it's, it's only been three games, right? All, all, all the they, they must have had a plan. How? It's Korean football. What do you mean must have had a plan? But then he kicked out like two weeks before yeah. the, the game started, right? So Okay, so any John Book listeners? Matt, not you, because I mean, we know what your opinion is. I'm joking. Yeah, so what was the plan then, yeah? That's interesting, okay. But they must have released their fixture list and started selling tickets for... Well, they, they must have at least really, really, play, really, yeah. really late, weren't yeah. they? So they must have at least had an idea what stadium they'd been in. Okay. So yeah, so John Am did get, I guess, the big news of, of the classic weekend was that John Am got their first win, three one as well, uh, away to Incheon. But they're still bottom. They're, they're still bottom, yeah. But um, I guess that's going to be a massive confidence boost for them. Uh, the other game on Saturday was Pohang versus Daegu. Two games that have been performing reasonably well recently. Uh, Pohang got their third win in the bounce, uh, takes them up to second. You think Pohang are serious title challengers? You think they've, they've exercised the ghosts of 2016? Uh, they've exceeded my expectations so far. Yeah, definitely, right? I think last night's FA Cup tie showed they're not invulnerable. So okay. 
Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Uh, on to the Sunday, John Book. They were a home to a potentially tricky one against Sangju. Uh, romped home 4 1 winners. Uh, pretty easy result. Keeps them uh, clear at the top of the league. I think the first goal was a complete fluke, though. It's a wicked deflection, I saw. As I said, I didn't. On, on Sunday, I was too busy watching Songnam fans eat kimbap, to be honest, in complete silence. What was quite, what, what I didn't say was quite funny is that so the Songnam fans were giving away wristbands for Sebal, right? Yep. So I had smuggled in five beers. Yep. Right? And I'd got by the overzealous female security guard, who is bit, a bit overzealous, by the way. And just at that, one of the ultras went, Maku! Respond as I turned round, the the cans in my bag fell over and clunked against each other, and the security guard grabbed me and uh, confiscated three of them and put them into keeping. So I got a several wristband and a wrist slapping from the security guard for smuggling in beers. Pathetic. She looked like she was smuggling something. Anyway, um, let's move on quickly. Uh, also playing where uh, Jeju were home to Gaimon this was a surprise one because I think most folk thought that that would have been a routine one for Jeju I mean Gaimon had been disappointing yep. I guess Egan Hall going back to his, his old stomping ground uh, Gaimon won 2-1 did, did you think that was coming? did you have predicted that? I think uh, Jeju on a bit of a, a bad run at the mm. moment so but then so with Gaimon coming into the game so it wasn't uh, wasn't and I didn't anticipate that the Kangwon would win, but yeah. football's a funny old game, isn't it? Things. That's the thing, right? I mean, I mean, Jeju now look whether that's winless in three, like, counting the ACL, like the defeat to Adelaide and the draw to Adelaide. Um, yeah, it's not like for a team that was flying high at the beginning, they're kind of looking a little bit ropey now. Yeah. The other two games uh, on the Sunday: Suwon. Blue Wings hosting Guangzhou, the the last straw I think for most Suwon fans. <laughs> I think they weren't very. If happy. not for some guy who apparently has walked away, right? Yeah. But anyway, um, so that finished nothing each. Uh, pretty horrendous ninety minutes I think from what I could gather as well. Yeah. Um, so Suwon are now also uh, winless in the league, uh, but have yeah like five draws and one defeat right that, that solitary defeat to Jongbook um, any I mean like has Saw come out and announced anything anything happened in the aftermath of that game Paul? No I think I heard the fans were protesting against the, the poor form of the Blue Wings and uh, obviously they're not happy they want Saw to be fired but nothing's happened yet I think ok I mean, like, do you think it's, in this kind of situation, like, do you think it's all down to the manager, or do you think the players are underperforming, or do you think if they brought in somebody else, it would, it would see them revitalised? I mean, okay, for example, did Fang make a massive impact when he came in and replaced Che? No. Okay. So. He was, he was like, winless in his first five or six games, right? Well, he, he, his first one he lost his Songnam, right? I remember. Okay. Speaking of Wang, uh, so I guess that, that brings us to the final match then Paul, uh, that we talked to you about Wang, uh, did Wang have any impact last season? They, I mean uh, you're not, at the beginning of the season you weren't his biggest fan did he, has he after the midweek or last midweek win against West Sydney Wanderers, has he, has he won your confidence? Uh, no I, I, 
I'm not sure it's completely his fault because obviously they've not invested in the playing stuff that much. But I also don't think he's getting the best out of the players he does okay. have. Um, obviously, going down to Ulsan, Ulsan were sort of an outside tip by some people at the, at the start of the season. Yeah, they've not started that well. Um, but Seoul coming back from Sydney, they were expecting to be a little bit tired, a little bit run down. So I wasn't overly optimistic for this game. But uh, Seoul started off quite well, uh, came out of the blocks running. Uh, Dayan scored after about half an hour, and Seoul sort of continued continue to control the game after that. And then they just got cut apart right on the stroke of half time for Ulsan to equalise. Okay. Uh, the second half was a bit of a non event, nothing really happened. Okay. Seems like both teams were happy with the draw. Okay. I saw the uh, Ulsan's Austrian guy played, uh, Windbeater. Did you did he stand out at that one again? Uh, no, because I didn't realise he'd playing. Okay. Okay, so he didn't stand out. Okay. And when Austrians came on, he came on second half. Like, what, what about him? Because I mean, a lot of it has been made about how he, you know, like him and E. John Hope are going to form this dangerous partnership. Like, he wasn't particularly good. Okay. No. Okay, and I guess my final question about that game is Mourinho after uh, after his midweek uh, excels against Sydney, he deserved a place in the in the starting lineup. You would say uh, was he decent? Because he cares about that place. The, was he worth? I mean, I guess he could be placed in, place in front of Patrick Young or whatever. Like, uh, do you think he he kind of deserved it? Did he play well? Um, yeah, he was. Pretty decent. I think he's probably better than most of the, those around him at the minute. Okay. Uh, obviously, didn't get to continue last night, but okay. so does that mean then that if they you know Rock Dehan and Mourinho all won, does that mean that they play three up front, or were they were they playing with two wingers and Dehan through the middle? Uh, they always play with one striker. Right, that's what I thought, so right? Everyone else is like a winger. They're like a winger, right? Because I thought I thought they did play with one up front and then one behind because he doesn't play with like. Two in the box and anything, right? He always plays with this like, like a solitary player, right? Okay. Doesn't particularly work very well with Dan because he's too slow to get into the box. That's you, yeah. I mean, I guess if he's there for knocking the ball down, I guess, right? Then uh, he can knock it down to the right or down to the left for the two wingers coming in, right? Yeah. But other than that, yeah, he's not exactly known for his knock the ball over the top and I'm going to chase everyone down, right? Okay. He's no Jamie Vardy. He's no Jamie Vardy. I don't even know who that is. Anyway, so uh, I guess that was the, the the review of the of the key league games. Next up, we obviously had the FA Cup midweek. Uh, round four. Round four. A lot of talk was about so Anyang. Will we start with that one? Did it live up to expectations? Was there like, was the riot that we predicted? Did it happen? Was it? Uh, no, there was no rioting as far as I saw. Okay. Uh, there any flare-ups? Uh, <laughs> I think all the Anyan fans were, fans were wearing 1970s bell bottoms. <laughs> so at least a hundred flares. Yeah, I mean, they get, last year when, when Buchan came to town, they did a similar thing, right? Maybe like ten or so. Yeah. This looked like every single Anyan fan was holding a flare, right? Uh, it wasn't every single one, but I would say probably thirty or forty, maybe. And there were a lot of Anyan fans there, so uh, probably more than the average away fan. Yeah. Okay. How was the game? Uh, I think it was fairly straightforward for Seoul. They played a kind of, I wouldn't say it was their first 11, it was their, most of their first 11 plus a couple of guys that are normally on the bench. Okay. Um, the, the, big, the big thing for me was obviously they picked Shimuyon up front and he's the 
He's the central defender yeah. that they normally stick up front for the last five minutes of a game where they need a goal. And they went back from the beginning, right? Yeah, uh, he, he did a pretty good job. Um, he held the ball up well. He won one sort of high balls into the sort of final third of the pitch, trapped them down, passed them on. Uh, he looked pretty good. His finishing was a bit ropey, but worth his place, I would say. Okay. Um, who would you like in the, in the next round? Um, I would Jumper? like <laughs> in the next round. I would like. I would have to say. Uh, should I, I suppose I should pick something easy, right? Song now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mockpool. Mockpool City at home. Okay. So how did how did Mockpool City get into the next round then? They beat Yang Pyong. I should also say the score from Seoul's game last night. I don't think we mentioned the score yet. Okay, yeah, how, how to finish? They, they beat Anyang 2 0. Two goals in the first half. Uh, the first one was an unmarked header from Unilock. Uh, the second one was he took a shot and the goalie just bundled into the net. Horrific goal, goalkeeping error. Okay. Uh, Anyang did have their chances, but Yuzhan made a couple of good saves and Anyang's shooting was generally crap. Okay. Uh, the Anyang goalie also made another decent save to stop Unilock getting his hat trick, but uh, I would say Seoul were pretty com- comfortable for most of the game. Uh, the only disappointing thing for us is that uh, at some point Osmar got clocked in the face and he had to go off with a suspected broken nose. Oh, well that's not good. So he'll be out for a couple of games then. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, you. You. You thought you might end up at Sangam, but obviously you ended up at Songnam. I didn't, did you? Um, did you regret that? Uh, not at all, no. Uh, we played Chunju City. Yeah. Uh, ran out 3-1 victors. Uh, Paolo got his first and second goals in the in the, in the black, in the colours. Uh, Chunju gave us a good run for the first 45 minutes, to be honest. Um, Went in at half-time, 1-0. Uh, uh, yeah, it was 1-0 at half-time. They had a couple of chances before. They, we dropped quite a lot of players, so the Kim Dong Jun wasn't playing. Uh, started by the, by the reserve keeper. Um, we, we took the lead, got a corner. It was pretty much like one of our first or few attacks in the first half. Corner was swung in, and Paulo volleyed it from the edge of the box. Pretty sweet, actually. Sweet goal. Um, that was in 40 minutes. Then in 43 minutes, uh, Chunju came down the, the, the left hand wing. Uh, guy shot the keeper did that annoying modern day uh, keeping thing where they, they, they don't they don't bother um, uh, you know they try to catch the ball anymore yeah. he just like parried it I've done my job yeah. and he parried it right into the middle of the six yard box and the Chunju striker just like, tucked it away from like four yards out pretty, pretty easy finish Went in one each. I'm going to, I'm going to guess Park gave him an absolute bollock in a half time. Came out second half within five minutes. Uh, it was 2 1. Uh, oh, do Yun. Uh, again, it was another cross in this time in from the, 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 the left wing, and he got in a near post header. Uh, and then uh, Paolo, around maybe 58, maybe 60 minutes, Paolo got his second of, of the night. Good work down the left wing again, cross in, and he kind of c- controlled it really well and tucked it in the back of the net. Okay. So 3 1, easy 3 1. Uh, the highlight for me was not the goals, but was the little batch of Songnam fans that I stand with. When I went 1 0, they started singing, We are challenging, we are challenging. 
it's kind of like mockingly at the, at the song that I'm playing, so we're playing really poor. When Chunju City equalised, the, the same guy sang, We are all K3, we are all K3, which was kind of really funny. I mean, I have to say, like, for fans who have been through as much as we've been through in the last, like, two years, you know, like, from Guangzhou Evergrande, ACL, knockout stages, to, like, you know, uh, like, 204 days without a victory until last night, uh, they're taking it really well. Like, the humour's still there, like, they're, they're just laughing about it. It's just one of those things that we have to deal with, right? So you said that a bunch of fans had uh, watched the league game at the weekend with their backs turned to the pitch. Yeah. And that continued last night. Uh, they, they were facing the game this time, but there was no singing. There was no noise, there was no flags, there was no banners, there, there was no drum, there was no sound. There was also nobody there. There was maybe like about a couple of hundred. Okay. As well. So who do you want in the next round? Uh, next round... Uh, so you want Mokpo as well? Yeah, we want Mokpo as well. I think everybody wants Mokpo. <laughs> uh, I think probably for the next round, uh, looking at the teams that are left, uh, if we can't get Mokpo, uh, then I'd say I really don't want Pochon. So bring on the Pochon. Bring on the Pochon. Which I guess brings us to the intro song again, right? Yeah. Because they did it again. Britney Spears did, right? John Book, this time at home. Uh, game ran out, nothing each. Went to penalties. And wow. If you're going to be the classic team, you don't want to take K3 penalties, that's for certain. Uh, Butchon ran out 4 2 winners on penalties. I actually watched the penalties on the subway and away to the game. Uh, Kim Jin Soo was the guy who took the third penalty. Second penalty. He, he's been a hero so far this season right? he has been yeah so I don't think too many John Book fans are going to slam him uh, but wow so the first penalties were, were scored second penalties were scored yeah uh, third penalty the Butchon guy had a really bad penalty and it was easily saved um, then Kim Jin Soo stepped up trying to be a smart arse all he had to do was score and he knocked it by the post yeah, I mean it wasn't even on target it was like even the way he took it was just like really arrogant and nonchalant. Yeah. Uh, then Butchon scored their goal and then upstepped. I don't know who the, the next, the fourth penalty taker for John Book was. And again, it was an our poor one. Uh, Butchon keeper saved it and then Butchon stepped up with their fifth penalty and made it, made that, that was it. Four, four two in penalties. Butchon entered the next round. John Book slayed by the Butchon Dragon yet again. Um, yeah. That's all they've got left now is the is the classic, right? Yep. So what started off with a season where they were buying for a treble, they defended ACL crown, they're now left with nothing, right? Just the Kaylee classic. Why are you smiling so so broadly? Why are you so happy about that? Because uh, I think John Book should be. I think John Book are the best team in the classic, and yeah, I, I, it's not going to break my heart if they win the league this year. To be perfectly honest, um, but I also think it's quite funny that they're out the cup. And I'll tell you why. Because any Kaylee Classic team, any full-time team, that needs to move a kickoff to 3pm midday because they can't get their their, um, their floodlights to work, shouldn't be in a cup anyway. And there you go. There you go. That's my rant. I haven't done a rant of the year yet. That's my rant. Um, I think any team with the... the a, any Classic team that has to play a game at 3pm because their floodlights is terrible... Pong did that a few years ago against Seoul in the league. It's ridiculous. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. Speaking of Pohang, um, would you want name next round? 
Uh, Oops! I would, that would be one team I'd like to avoid, but that's been not that's been taken out of your hands. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Pohang were knocked out in extra time uh, by Busan, the team I don't want in the next round. I think honestly, it's really early days yet, but I think Busan could be a could be a, a real handful. Um, I think they could, I think they could go a long way in this tournament. I, I've, I've been impressed by them, to be honest. Uh, other classic teams, other challenge teams that are through, uh, Dejan Citizens, they beat Youngnam University, so I guess we won't play them this year. Um, and Youngnam, who beat Daegu. As I said earlier, I think Youngnam are, a, are, a, are a, a head and shoulders apart from some of the other teams in the, in the challenge, and I think they'll be a, a good bet to go far this year as well. Okay. Uh, classic teams that are through. We'll be mentioned there that uh, uh, John Ram, they beat Incheon 3-1 in the in the classic. That they followed it up with a 4-0 victory over Jonju midweek. Uh, Sanju beat Gangnam 1-0. It's a pretty poor result for for, for the army team. Uh, Gangwon beat Dejon Koryo 1-0. Gwangju they went to extra time. He beat Yonsei University. I heard they scored two goals and time added on to equalise to take it to extra time. Potentially. I also know that Ulsan were losing as well to Chinchan, yeah. uh, who are more famous for their Tagalbi than they are for their football. But uh, they ended up running out 3-1 victors. And in the all-classic battle, it was the Blue Wings who beat Inchon 1-0. So, teams to avoid. You said who you want. You want Mokpo. Who do you want to avoid in the next round? Um... I would like to avoid Suwon Blue Wings. Okay, you want to keep that for the final? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a snort. <laughs> when, when I checked the scores at half time, there were a lot of uh, potential cup sets on the board. And then most, like in the second half, the, the Kaylee teams obviously came out and did the business. And so now it's mainly it's a fairly strong last yeah. season, isn't it? Apart from. Mokpo and, and Pochon. Pochon, who I guess K3, but much better than K3. Yeah. Okay, yeah. For me, team to avoid uh, would be John Am Dragons right now, who have scored seven goals in two games. Uh, I don't think you'd have to wor- worry too much about them. I'd like to avoid Song Nam. Uh, actually, probably Song Nam fans would probably love take it, so <laughs> to be perfect, they'd probably, yeah, but yeah. I would probably. I don't want to face a. I don't want to face a classic team next round. I want to get them in the round after if if, if we get through that far. When to draw for the next round, Paul? Uh, I think it's being held on the 25th of April, so next Tuesday. Yeah, I hear it's next Tuesday, and the fixtures have been played on May 17th, right? Okay. Are they drawn in one round this time, or are they drawn in multiple rounds? Uh, that I don't know, but I assume one round. One round. Okay, sweet. Okay. Um, anything else to add before we move on to the ACL? Uh, no. Okay. Okay, so is I, it there was I did see that news the uh, was a couple of days ago about the Suwon player who's put uh, late, uh, hung up his boots. He's on Suwon. Yep. I he's done that a long time ago. Oh, he was only sitting on the bench at the weekend, but he was apparently so disgusted with Suwon's performances and the crowd's attitude towards Suwon, and felt that he'd got nothing to contribute for the rest of the season, so he's decided to quit. Okay. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I think someone's got to fall on for the Blue Wings, to be perfectly honest. They've been terrible again this season. 
So yeah, I think someone's got to got to um, take the rap. As far as being upset at the fans, I think that's a bit petulant and pathetic. Um, I think fans pay decent enough money to turn out for games, particularly fans like the Blue Wings, who like haven't had like, exactly a great time of it recently over over the last few years. I think they're entitled to like make their make their feelings known. And I'm not saying protest bus. I think that's p- pathetic. I've said, I've said that multiple times last year. Like protesting bus, throwing yucked candy at players and stuff like that is just terrible. But booing your like booing your players after a poor performance, while it might not encourage them to be great next round, is part and parcel with football. And these guys have paid enough money to deal with that. So no Quinchana for you. No Quinchana for me. I've, I've never I've never once chanted the Quinchana in my life. Uh, I do not think it's Quinchana. In fact, actually, last week against Gyeongnam, we Wang Yijou feathered his own feet, and the fans started. One fan did go Wang Yijou, but I screamed at him, like, "Don't be cheering that." Come back to his bowl cut days when he could still score a goal. Um, anyway, uh, ACL. Do you know what Weijo means in Korean? Uh, do you know what I actually do, right? I uh, and. Damn, I've forgotten, but it's really funny because when I translate things, I, I always laugh at it. Oh, what is it? Forgery. Fake. Fake. Well, something that means castle or something, right? Well, the I castle guess, team. I guess his name's actually Weejo rather than yeah. Weejo, right? Yeah, yeah. Weejo, as we call him, means fake. Forgery, fake, counterfeit. Yep, sounds about right to me. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, quickly moving on. ACL, I don't know if it's interest in it. Do you? Nope. Okay. So this weekend, uh, I, I'm joking. I, I assume Seoul going away to Shanghai will see us finally confirm yep. us being mathematically out. I would agree with that. Um. Yeah, I would, uh, would agree with that as well. Uh, that's on the Wednesday. Yep. Okay. Uh, I guess you'll be watching it. I'll be watching it probably on the big screen at, the, at Sangam. Sangam. You're welcome to join, Mark. Uh, but when I cheer the Shanghai goal, won't you get upset? Uh, no. Why would I do that? Which, which, which goal? The first or the fifth? Um, actually, on Tuesday, I guess, I'll be down at... Uh, I'm going to go to the, the, the Big Bird on Tuesday. For, which is a huge game against uh, Kawasaki Frontale. Okay. That's just not a huge game, to be honest. Um, I guess Suwan are probably comfortably through unless they throw it away. But yeah, I'll probably go down there on the Tuesday. So I, I might be footballed out by the Wednesday. But if, if Kawasaki win... If Kawasaki win, it would be Katamon the Pigeons time. Yeah, because Kawasaki will play Eastern last stop. Yep. So that would be a... Should be three points for them. Should be, yeah. And then we saw uh, Suwon would have to get a result against Grand Guangzhou. In Guangzhou. So it's a big game. Still a big enough game. So I think we should go and support Kawasaki. Uh, well, strange enough, I did say I was going to go and buy some plastic soju bottles. Because they're selling plastic soju bottles at the Big Bird, and I don't think it's a good idea to drink them uh, if some of them are sober playing there. Okay. <laughs> um, Adelaide. Adelaide. Oh, sorry, not Adelaide. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just be Adelaide fans, right? Jeju, <laughs> <laughs> um, they are playing. Gambler. Uh, Jiangsu, right? They are going to Jiangsu, yeah. Uh, okay. And I think they're going to struggle from now. Their last game is obviously at home to Gamba, but uh, I think they'll lose in Jiangsu. But then again, Gamba been so poor that if, Jan- if, if, if Gamba don't get a, a result against Adelaide, it could be all over by that f- last game anyway, right? Yep. Head to head means it is all over. 
almost effectively. So yeah, if Jeju don't get something in Jiangsu, and if Adelaide beat Gamba, it's all over for Jeju. After they looked like dead search, they'll be getting through after round two. And Ulsan at home to Kashima. Um, Ulsan need to win that one. That's huge. So, uh, yeah, I still think Kashima are a good enough team and should be doing a lot better. Muang Thong have been the surprise package of that group, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I still think, yeah, Ulsan obviously need to get a, a result on Wednesday. Well, losing their out. Uh, a draw. They need to beat Brisbane yep. to have any hope. While, re- yep. while relying on uh, Wang Tong to beat Kashima. Yeah. So it's not looking good for Ulsan, Jeju, or Seoul, right? You could have three Korean teams crashing out in the group stages. So looking bad. Worst case, three teams out. What's the best case, Paul? Okay, four teams through, but. <laughs> Actual best case? Realistically. Realistic best case, thank you for that correction of my English. Uh, re- realistically, three teams could could make it, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say realistically two. I'm going to say that uh, Osan could beat Kashima and get through. And I'm going to say so one are, I think, effectively are through. But I think so, unfortunately, yep. Needs a miracle, and I just don't think Jeju right now are on their current form are going to get anything in China. Yeah. So I'm saying Jeju out, Seoul out, uh, Su one through, Osan precariously perched. Okay. And then, so I guess the final thing then is to do a preview of this weekend's games. Yeah. Uh, I will be out of circulation all weekend. I have a wedding to attend. Okay. Not the wedding, which will be announced obviously in a future podcast. Perhaps maybe even recorded. But anyway, uh, yeah, so do you want to start with challenge or do you want to start with classic? Uh, start with classic. Classic. Okay, so who are you guys playing then? In John at home. It's five o'clock on Saturday. My wedding's at th- four. Your wedding? No, not my wedding. The wedding I'm attending is at four. Okay. So, and it's, it's a western wedding so I need to sit through an hour of stuff b- before I can even get to eat I'm going to see that then <laughs> there's no way I can even watch it on my phone right but where's the wedding being held uh, Banyan Tree ok so yeah so maybe I'll just see if they can turn on the TV I'm sure that will go down well at the wedding <laughs> ok so so when turn at home protection uh, well theoretically it should be a home win it should be I mean Inchon are looking poor right now Two defeats in a row. Well, that's just jinxed it, hasn't it? Oh, come on. They still never lose a home in on, right? They did a couple of years ago. Okay. But rarely. We'll see. Should be a, okay. should be a home win, but... Yep. Home win. Uh, Seoul aren't playing, playing well enough for me, to, for me to be confident about anything, so... I'll be confident for you. Home win. Okay. Two or three nil as well. Uh, other games on Saturday. Jeju at home to Daegu. Jeju, not, as we said, not playing well. Daegu just lost in the cup. Uh, lost in the league to Pohang draw draw <laughs> ok Look, looking at all the the, uh, the colour chart for the home well, the win draws and losses there's a lot more orange than anything else right? yeah yeah. I think this this season's seen a lot of draws so far uh, also Gangwon versus Suwon Blueving speaking of draws uh, that's my money's in that draw there I don't think the blue one the blue wings can go away to Gangwon and win to be honest um, Paul agree disagree uh, yeah, I don't think Blue Wings will win away at the at the ski resort. So. Okay. 
Okay. And the final game started, a resurgent John Arm Dragons, seven goals in two games, as I said, playing against an Ulsan with one eye in Europe. Europe? One eye on the, on the, on the ACL. They'll be brought back down to earth, John Arm. Yeah. Are we win? Are we win? Yeah, I would say so. I think John Arm flicked it against Inchon. Inchon are poor, as I said. Aye, 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 aye. I'm going to go win. Well, we're both agreed in all of them so far. That's unusual. Okay, and then on to the Sunday, John Book Pohang, massive game now, right? First v second. It's like going back years ago. It's going to be a draw. Nah, I'm going to say John Book are going to just edge it 2 1. Final goal, a final minute goal by the rookie. Where he's facing away from goal, try to get a penalty, it'll bounce off his, his bum and go in. <laughs> and the final game is obviously then the Army versus Guangzhou. Army coming back from a 4-1 defeat to John Book last week. Uh, narrow win against Gangnam, Gangnam during the week in the cup. Draw. Okay, uh, okay, the home win for that. Home win? Yeah. Okay. okay, sweet. And finally, the only league that matters in Korea, the most important league in the world, the K-League Challenge. Massive weekend. Uh, we have the Anyang Buchon as the first derby of the, of, of the season. Buchon, obviously elated after the cup. Anyang beat So Wieland last week, fell to their 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 fallers, <laughs> whatever you want to call them, uh, midweek. Uh, draw. Okay. Don't just any time you feel that you want to throw in a something, Paul. Just just feel free to. I was, was going to make a dot, like a Darth Vader. You are my father, kind of. <laughs> Well, that was going to be the outro. <laughs> that, that reflects badly on me, so no. <laughs> okay. Uh, big game for Songnam. They're, they they travel to Asan. Yep. As we discussed last week, we're two games away from being winless in the first round. But the 204-day, uh, that period is over. Um, I'm going to say, Songnam are going to go to Asan and win. Away win. Okay. Uh, I think they're going to lose but yeah so do I but I'm going to see a way win for positivity and uh, Dejan Poussin uh, big game again I mean, mean a way win yeah I think Poussin that's a real market for Poussin I think yeah I'm going to see a way win on to the, the Sunday we have Gilnam uh, against Ansan Gunners home win yeah should be a home win and then the game I might take in on the Sunday Seoul Eland 5 p.m. kickoff against Suwon FC. Uh, that's got a uh, no, draw. A way win. I think Suwon will win that. They were rested, haven't had no. Well, against, I guess both teams had no cup games, right? Okay, so you think you think that the 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 poor run will continue for Songnam? Yeah, I think they're going to be uh, five points adrift come this weekend. Five points adrift of Yilan? Yeah. Okay. I don't. Oops, sorry. Uh, yeah, I think they're making a victory. I think they might just have enough to beat Asan and then see see the see the run that takes them back to the top of the table where they deserve to be. Alright, just just before we uh, close this off for this week, I've got a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, getting down to the, the business end of the season in the UK, mm-hmm. uh, FA Cup final, FA Cup semi-finals this weekend is it in Scotland? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously Wednesday they've only got three games left this season so and they're on the fringe of the playoffs so very important is your focus sort of coming back more to the to the, what's going back going, going on back in the UK 
Uh, well, this weekend sees Celtic versus Rangers Scottish Cup semi-final on Sunday at Hampden Park. It's hard for that not to be my focus. So, yeah. I would have to say, yeah. Uh, my focus this weekend. If I wasn't at the wedding, I might have went to Hassan. But my focus would still have been me thinking about the game on Sunday more than the game, domestic game on Saturday. And obviously, you'd like, you wouldn't trade uh, a win for Songnam for... Scott for Celtic losing to Rangers uh, No way So I guess that's the question For the, our, our listeners this week If you had to watch If you had to choose between Your Korean team winning And your and your your home country team winning Who would you choose? Is that the question? I guess w- Would Matt trade in the uh, ACL with Chumbuk For another league title with Man City? Okay Or Or would he like to sort of Okay yeah, basically. Okay, so yeah, because I mean, they, we all come here and we all pick a team and we support the team and we follow them. And quite often, the foreign fan base is one of the kind of those you know that who kind of travel the length and breadth of the country watching games and so on. Quite a passionate foreign fan base. But would you trade it all for for a win against your your rivals back home? Because I think you said a couple of weeks ago that like obviously. Celtic are perenn- perennially successful. Yeah. Uh, and it's a unique experience for you. Experience yeah. relegation with Songnam. And I mean, I'm not enjoying it, but it's definitely something. Like, one more funny story. I was, I was standing yesterday having a, ha- ha- having a beer by the river, as I normally do, like pre match. And this guy walked by with his wife. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and he was wearing his Songnam top. And he went, ha ha ha, another day of pain. <laughs> and kind of like we both just laughed, and, and he walked up the stairs, and I was like, "Yeah, like the poor form, like is really bringing out a lot of camaraderie in the Songnam fans right now, and it's something that I, I don't, I haven't experienced since since the nineties when Celtic were getting, you know, like finishing fifth in the league and stuff like that. So part of it is interesting. It's a it's a different experience for me. But uh, if you're asking me, would I trade Songnam beating Asan? And climbing up the table, or Celtic losing to Rangers in the semi-final of the cup, oh, it's, a, it's a no-brainer. Has to be Celtic have to win that game. Okay. Okay, sweet. Okay, so outro music going to be Celtic Rangers related. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go with Maestro. Um, actually, you might have noticed I put on our Twitter the other week about Ryan. K-League United's Ryan buying something in the uh, yep. FC Soul shop. He said it all will be revealed at this week's Soul Incheon game. Okay. So I'm kind of, kind of thinking like, what's in the bag? Ain't no dread. Papa's got a brand new 